Good morning from the Financial Times. Today is Tuesday, February 27th, and this is your FT News Briefing. NATO's on track to control the Baltic Sea, and the UK's Financial Conduct Authority is announcing a big change today. Plus, Microsoft has invested a ton into OpenAI. Now it's pouring money into a French artificial intelligence startup. And I think this is definitely an effort from them also to show that there shouldn't be any antitrust concerns, nothing to see here kind of thing. I'm Mark Filipino, and here's the news you need to start your day. Sweden has been neutral for centuries, but now it's becoming a member of NATO. The country overcame the final hurdle to join the military alliance yesterday. Hungary's parliament voted to approve the application after a lot of pressure from other NATO countries. Sweden's neighbor Finland also joined less than a year ago. Here to talk to me about it now is the FT's Nordic and Baltic Bureau Chief Richard Milne. Hi, Richard. Hi there, Mark. All right, so just do me a favor. Remind us why Sweden wanted to join NATO in the first place. Well, it all dates back to uh, Vladimir Putin's full-scale invasion of Ukraine almost two years ago to the day. Swedes, as the same happened in neighboring Finland, got rather scared when they saw Russia invading a neighbor that didn't belong to NATO and, and sought the embrace of the collective defense pledge, which means any attack on a member is treated as an attack on everybody in NATO. Richard, it seemed like it took a while for Sweden to get the green light to join NATO. What were some of the hurdles that it faced? Uh, It's been a real saga. It's still been one of the fastest ever accessions to NATO, but um, it has been problematic. I mean, the really main hurdle that Sweden faced was Turkey. They accused Sweden of uh, harboring Kurdish separatists and giving support to groups that they regard as terrorists. And they really wanted more action from Sweden. And it took a whole lot of tightening its terrorist rules. That was unlocked with heavy pressure from NATO and the US. And then Hungary turned up. Hungary had assured Sweden it wasn't going to be the last to ratify, but it has been. And I think that was just Hungarian Prime Minister Viktor Orban, something of a populist, just trying to see whether he could use this for some leverage. And he's picked up some concessions, but he's also picked up a lot of bad blood in the whole process. I guess the big question for me then, Richard, is what does Sweden's membership mean for NATO? So on a very practical level, if you look at the Baltic Sea, Sweden and Finland before that were a big hole. What it means for Sweden and Finland to be in is that the Baltic Sea becomes what officials in the region say is a NATO lake. Sweden has an island in the Baltic Sea called Gotland. It's dubbed the aircraft carrier of the Baltic Sea. Basically, if you control that island, you almost control the Baltic Sea. Richard, I'm I'm curious, what does this mean for future NATO members? Does this kind of open the door for players like Ukraine to come in? In and of itself, I don't think it does. I think there's a lot of interest in getting Ukraine into NATO. I mean, there's one enormous uh, barrier, which is that Ukraine is at war. So if Ukraine was to join while it's at war with Russia, NATO 
could then become at war with Russia. So, you know, that conflict has to end. I think what you do see is that Finland's accession was the fastest on record. And that means that if the countries see the need for it, they can act quickly. I think Ukraine, though, would be a more controversial accession than Sweden and Finland, which for most countries, it was just a very easy decision. Richard Milne is the FT's Nordic and Baltic Bureau Chief. Thanks, Richard. Thanks very much. The UK's Financial Conduct Authority plans to name firms that are under investigation much earlier than they normally do. The FCA is also going to name firms more frequently. Both changes are to encourage witnesses and whistleblowers to come forward. Now, this is a big change for the watchdog. The director of enforcement told the FT that the FCA doesn't usually publish much of its investigations until they're resolved. The plans are detailed in a report due out today. Microsoft has announced a new agreement with the French artificial intelligence startup called Mistral. The Paris-based company has been described as possibly the last developer with a credible chance to challenge OpenAI. Now, Microsoft is also a big backer of OpenAI, which is considered the leader in the field of artificial intelligence. I'm joined now by Madhu Mirjia, the FT's artificial intelligence editor. Hi, Madhu. Hi there. So, Madhu, tell us a little bit about Mistral. Sure. So the first thing to know is it's only 10 months old, founded in Paris by three young French entrepreneurs. They come from a tradition of AI research and development from some of the best companies in the world, which includes Meta and also from Google DeepMind. And they've broken off, founded this company, and really only 10 months into their life as a young company have built multiple models known as the Mixtral models that are taking on OpenAI's models, Meta's models, and even Google's Gemini models. So, you know, they're really punching above their weight. So you mentioned OpenAI, and I'm glad you did. How does Mistral compare to OpenAI in terms of its valuation? So... In terms of comparing the two, OpenAI, the last we've reported, has been valued at roughly $86 billion, even though it's only really started making money since November 2022 when it launched ChatGPT, so pretty young itself. But Mistral, in the 10 months it's been founded, has been valued currently at about 2 billion euros and raised about 400 million euros in its last round. So it's much smaller than its competitors much newer, but has really managed to create a product that's already being monetized and commercialized. And now this small investment and partnership with Microsoft will sort of assist them with their with their go-to-market strategy and connect them with customers, which means it just helps them to develop their commercial business that much more quickly. Yeah. Tell me a little bit more about this partnership with Microsoft. Why is Microsoft even interested considering that it's partnering with OpenAI? Yeah, it's really interesting because so far we've seen Microsoft and OpenAI has been this this mighty alliance in the AI ecosystem. You know, it's been an exclusive partnership largely, particularly in terms of commercializing OpenAI's models through Microsoft. And also Microsoft has put in about $13 billion 
into OpenAI's. But over the last few months, antitrust authorities, competition regulators across the Western world, really, the EU, the UK and the US, they're all starting to examine the relationship between the two companies. So I think partly this is a step by Microsoft to say to the world and to regulators who are watching them that they want to diversify their relationships in this space. And I think this is definitely an effort from them also to show that there shouldn't be any antitrust concerns, nothing to see here kind of thing uh, when it comes to their relationship with OpenAI. Do you think that regulators are going to buy that though? So the announcements that were made on Monday by Microsoft, I think, are an attempt to show regulators that they're trying to make this technology more accessible via wider variety of channels. Um, You know, that will be their hope that this will take some of the heat off. But I think it really remains to be seen if any investigation really develops into the specific partnership with OpenAI. Marumina Mergia is the FT's artificial intelligence editor. Thank you, Maru. Thank you. You can read more on all of these stories at ft.com for free when you click the links on our show notes. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for the latest business news. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hi, this is Matt. And Sean. From Two Black Guys. With good credit. From a local business to a global corporation. Partnering with Bank of America gives your operation access to exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Visit bankofamerica.com slash banking for business to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America, N.A., copyright 2024.